Blog Talk Radio. Paperback Welcome to Recipe Records Radio Show. This is your show for food and music, and today a little scary music. This is your host, Lena Stagg. I'm the author of the Recipe Records Cookbook Series. And we heard one of my most favorite Beatles songs, Paperback Writer by The Beatles, and sung by birthday boy Paul McCartney. He is 74, a very young 74 today. So happy birthday, Paul, if you're listening. And I wish you many more birthdays. Um, So I also want to wish an early happy Father's Day to my beloved father in Garden City, Kansas, Dave. And I know he is wanting, he was excited to listen today. He sent me an email and said, boo. So um, he is really excited about the great guests that we have on today. The Evansville Vanderburg Paranormal Investigations team founder, Rick Kieber, is my guest today, along with his beautiful publisher, Annette Munich. So we are going to be connecting with those two wonderful souls here in just a moment. I want to remind you that I met Mr. Kieber in the Evansville Local Author Book Group, and it is a fabulous group of local authors. Be sure you check out their Facebook page, which is Evansville Local Authors. And like the page and stay tuned with all of the great events and activities that we have going on. We will be hosting a forum next Thursday evening at 6 o'clock at St. Paul's United Church of Christ in Evansville. We are going to be talking about social media and using social media to advance your book. And it will be very, very fun and very informative. Our last forum was really successful, and it's just a very, very great group of people, and you will be uh, really blown away by all of the talent that there is in this fine city of ours. I have also been kind of bragging about Evansville in this radio series about Evansville's local authors. And I have so many things I love about Evansville, but I wanted to do a shout-out today to the great local festivals that we have here in town and and markets. Yesterday, I went to the Evansville Farmer's Market that they have downtown every Friday, and I tasted perhaps some of the most luscious fudge to ever enter my body and it was an 
it was an, a ghostly experience, let me tell you, because it was there and then it was gone. I totally annihilated the orange dream fudge. It was so amazing. And I wish I had some right now to have with my coffee. So we're here on such an early show on a Saturday morning. But I really, really love the festivals that they have. And there's a great festival every, I guess the market is more of the word, every Saturday on West Franklin in Evansville. It is a fabulous, fabulous market. So I suggest that you take that in. I want to go ahead and recognize my fabulous guest today, Rick Kieber. He is the author of two series of books. The first series that he wrote is titled The Frost and Flame Trilogy. There are three books that are based upon the activities that uh, and investigations that the paranormal investigation team has experienced. And I've been reading his first book, Forever Ash, The Child of Helmock Creek. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. But it is such a tremendous, tremendous book, and I highly recommend it to you. And you can check out all of Rick's books on Amazon. And if you live locally, he's got them at the Barnes & Noble. And you will really enjoy that. And you can follow Rick at Facebook and such and see what he has coming up next. His publisher is Annette Munich, and she is joining us all the way from Chicago. Very excited that she could join in today, too. And she's going to tell us how she came in contact with Rick and what um, what exciting things that have been happening with their partnership. Um, her company represents Rick now. And Rick also has a second series of books that are science fiction. So we'll have him tell us a little bit about that as well. Let me make sure that we are connected. I'm going, it looks like Rick and Annette are both here. So hello, Rick and Annette. Are you both there? I am still here. <laughs> hello, good morning. Good morning, Hi. Annette. Great to hear you. Yes. Do, Thank you both you for, can hear me for, as well? for coming it's, on. Okay. Yes, I can hear you. Thank you both for okay. being on this early Saturday show and um, conforming to my very limited hours. So I appreciate you both being here today. Well, thank you for having me, or having both of us. Looking forward to the show. Great. It's, be it's really great to be here. Well, Rick, let me ask you, do you have something favorite that you love about Evansville? Oh, gosh. Um you know, there's so many great things here in Evansville that I, I truly love. Um, as far as, you know, you were talking about uh, the markets and the street festivals and things like that. Of course, Evansville is famous for the fall festival, and anyone who doesn't love to go down there and overindulge in just so many wonderful foods <laughs> has probably just never experienced it because that's, that's got to be one of the greatest events Evansville puts on every year, every fall. Um but we also have some really 
fantastic historic sites here, like the uh, the LST downtown, you know, the old World War Two ship, uh, which is open for tours, and you know, the Willard Library, which is one of the most haunted libraries in the United States. But it's just a beautiful <laughs> historic building that anyone can go in and and uh, tour around. Um, but I, I mean, I could go on and on about the fantastic things here in Evansville. It's just really a, a great little mid-sized city. You know, it's not too big and it's not too small. Right, right. Everything is is easy to get to, and it's not it's not a big production to go somewhere and do something. And um, I really love that. I actually was on the LST yesterday. I, my my sister and my niece are in town, and she's nine years old. And we didn't have a lot of time, but I said, oh, we've got to really. Yesterday was a beautiful, cool morning, and I said, we really need to go and, and uh, tour that because it's such an important part of our history um, as Americans. And uh, it is it is an ethereal experience to to be on that ship and um, remember the, the the men that sacrificed and and protected our our country. So it's it's really an experience. But um, Annette, have you been? I, I think you've been to Evansville. Is that right? I have, and it was lovely. And I did see the LST. We didn't go on because there wasn't a tour at the time when we arrived, and we were kind of crunched for time that day. I've been in the Willard Library, um, and a little interesting story if you ever see the banner that Rick has. That photograph was taken that day at the Willard Library, and we turned that into his banner for his books. So he was sitting in Willard uh, for that picture. That was last October. I have seen that picture, and that picture is really, really interesting. And Rick, you should post that on your Facebook page today, so and point out, um, you know, a little story behind that because it is very eerie. Well, I, I think we may be talking about two photos here. Um, the one of the, of the banner is the photo of me sitting at the at the table. But you're probably referring to the photograph that was taken uh, at the opposite side of the room, which actually has the ghostly figure in it. Oh, right. Yes, that's the one. Yes, that's (laughs) the one that I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to post that. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's one of the the coolest photos that I've I've seen. Yeah. And that was taken while we were there, you know, the same day. Uh, it was actually a small group of us. I think there were four or five. I guess there were five of us, maybe. Um, and we had the night before we had done a book launch for the third book in my in my tri- Frost and Flame trilogy. We had done a book launch party, and so the uh, the next day um, before uh, Annette headed back home, uh, we toured around and I showed her some of the local sites. You know, like like she said, the LST and Willard Library, and um, so we we weren't there intending to to catch any ghostly images. It just uh, those things just happen sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it happens to you a lot. <laughs> but uh, well, tell it us a, a little bit about yes. <laughs> tell us a little bit about 
the investigation team, how you got that started, and, and how that led to your first series of books. Okay. The back story is it, it can be fairly lengthy, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it down and basically just say that I, I've always had a really uh, a strong interest and fascination with, with the unexplained, and uh, I've been mm-hmm. doing research years ago um, at the local library and, and places like that, like before the Internet was a real big thing. And uh, um, Back in the started, old days. I, back, yeah, back in the olden days when we carved on stones. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I got to the point where I, you know, I began doing enough research that I, I started learning some of the tools of the trade that paranormal researchers have used for, for decades and picked up some of those some little bits of equipment and started doing some research of my own. And one of the first real investigations I did um, was at an old house uh, here in Evansville. And the um, the woman who lived in the house also had a passion for paranormal research, and she ended up becoming the first team member I had, and her name is Jen Kirsch. That was back in 2008. And uh, around 2010, um, Katie, it was Katie Collins at the time, now Katie Robertson, um, and Theo Costaritas joined my team. Uh, Theo is a a sixth-generation Greek psychic medium who moved to the United States as a child with his family. Um, Fantastic guy. Um, And and really a very... Uh, intuitive person. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll get the opportunity to uh, to chat with him someday. But um, you know, so so we bring him along with us on all of our investigations. He's a full time team member. Katie Gow- Collins, <laughs> she's the girl in pink. Everything about Katie is pink. But uh, we we kind of <laughs> call her Armor Diver. She always has the the duct tape and the extra batteries and whatnot, and she just. <laughs> She's really good at, at making things work. <laughs> um, but uh, so that, that's kind of how and when the team got started. Um, we've always stayed small, you know, and, and worked together on, on investigations um, throughout Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, just here here in the Midwest mostly. <clears throat> um and it was really pretty early on that we encountered a, a really active haunting uh, that I wrote the first book about. Um, and over the past eight years, there have been three cases that really stood out as being very active, very haunted. Um, and those are the three that I wrote the, the trilogy about. Now, uh, the trilogy itself you know, spans several years but it's condensed and written in a way so that it kind of reads like a novel series and one leads right into the next, you know, like there's nothing happening in between, although years pass sometimes. Um, So uh, the books are based on actual events and experiences, but they're fictionalized. So they, they have, you know, a certain edge to them that, that, uh, you know, and, and I like to, um, relate them to Hollywood movies like the Amityville Horror or the Exorcist or 
um, The Conjuring. You know, these are all movies that are based sure. on actual events, but they're all embellished. Right. So, yeah. Well, it's it's written. I, I just, the, I, the... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I just didn't want my books to read like a like a textbook or a documentary. <laughs> right, a report. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I really love how you how it's written. It's uh, very very um, holds your attention and 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 it's very very interesting. I have to say, on a little side note, the first evening that I picked it up and started reading it, I read about thirty pages, and. That evening, when I went to sleep, I had one of the creepiest um, nightmares that I've had in years. And I woke up terrified. I can't exactly remember what the dream was about, but it was so, um, so scary. And I woke up in a sweat, and I never, ever have done that before. And the next day, I thought, Oh, <laughs> wow. I wonder if that that spirit knows that I'm reading this book. Have you ever had any uh, reactions like that to the book? That is that is a great question, and that's I, I hate to chuckle, but that's that's hilarious because it is <laughs> it is so it's actually so commonplace with this particular book. Um. You know, people I've never met before send me messages on Facebook telling me about encounters they've had or dreams that they've had after reading this book or while reading it. Um, and if you get into the book, there's a if you look on the cover, you know there's there's lightning strikes and a storm in the background. Mm-hmm. And, and you get into the book and you you realize that that these electrical storms relate very in depth to the the haunting. And I, I don't want to give a whole lot away, but um, just for example, it seems like every time that uh, when the book first came out, every time I did an event, whether it was a book signing or a seminar or, or you know anything like that, any kind of a public event, um, we would always be plagued with a terrible thunderstorm that day, uh, <laughs> either before, after, or during these events. Um, wow! And so. Back before Annette was my publisher, um, she was actually also my publicist. And I'd like to actually bring her into the conversation at this point because um, when she was uh, first came on board as my publicist, she said, you know, I'd really like to read your book because I'd like to know something about what I'm publicizing. And I said, sure. (laughs) So I, I mailed her a copy. Right, and I don't know if you want to if you want to take over here and that <laughs> and tell a little bit of the story. So he mails me a copy, and it's a beautiful day in August. It's gorgeous, sunny. I don't really know what the weather report was, but I get this package. I open it up. I pull the book out. I look at it a little bit, and. I just put it aside and I go back to what I'm doing and all of a sudden it's darker and darker outside, dark enough for the street lights to go on. And this terrible storm comes in and I send him a message and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, Rick, I got your book face. Boy, we've got some really bad weather here. 
and he starts <laughs> laughing, and he goes, she knows. Now, that creeped me out, so wow. I just let that slide by. I wasn't going to ask. I was not going to ask. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and these kinds of things were happening around the book, and I don't know, Rick, if you want me to tell a few of the other ones, but um, it, it oh, yeah. was pretty... It was pretty interesting and creepy, <laughs> and I forgot anything anyway. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to tell about when I was on my way to Springfield, Illinois, and that was supposed to be a nice day, too. And we stopped. I was talking about the book to everyone in that car before the trip, and then someone went in to give everybody, get everybody a drink. And they brought me a Diet Coke. And you know how they have the things on the Coke bottle, share a Coke with? Mine said right. share a Coke with Ashley. And <laughs> Ashley is the name of the little girl in the book, which is why it's called Forever Ash. And that's what I did. I wow. made that noise. I was like, <gasps> so. And everybody oh, like, hey, you know somebody God. named Ashley? And I'm like, that's the girl in the book. And everybody's like, Whoa. oh my god! But and then the worst storm, Rudin. It was so awful. It was so terrible. Um, but there were a number of things like that. Only I didn't have the bad dreams, but I felt like she had come into my universe on a certain level, and I did, you know, wow. um, try to give her a lot of compassion because I do feel that for her. But, yeah, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> That's the truth. And I know myself so, and several others now, and Annette. Now, actually, I was just going to say, I know that myself and several others, including Annette, have experienced the uh, the middle of the night or, or late evening knocks on the door uh, and and you know of course you open the door and there's mm-hmm. no one there, um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a very interesting experience, and it's it's not something I guess that everyone has experienced, but it it does happen a lot. I, I actually got a message um, from from someone that read the book and and pretty much had the same reaction you did. I had the worst nightmares last night. And I said, I said, I'm sorry. And they said, No, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay, well, good, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they said they had some very vivid nightmares about, you know, the what happened in the book. Um, but that's that's very commonplace. And you know, some of that could be uh, just people's overactive imagination. But honestly, we've we've Annette and myself have actually laughed before because. Um, we'll get these random messages or I'll share one with her where someone's, you know, in Georgia or who knows where reading the book and they talk about this terrible storm happening while they're reading the book and we'll pull up the weather, you know, and we'll see this big red blot on the radar right over where they're reading and the rest of the country is clear. (laughs) Wow. So if anybody is ever in a drought, you might want to pick up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, good idea. Very, very interesting. So at that point, is is that um, when you, Annette, decided to um, become 
Rick's publisher? Well, that's a long story, but in a way, I guess the answer to that is yes. But I would just say, as fate would have it, as fate would have it, I ended up with all three of these books of the trilogy, and I'm the one, you know, putting them up and maintaining and everything that needs to be done. And I never envisioned back in the beginning when I got a little package on my desk that it was all leading me to this place. So, you know, that's where it is now. And um, Forever Ash has been a top bestseller for Stallion Book. Right. It's two years old. It's still kicking. It's so strong. The story is so strong. Um, I've never heard anyone say anything bad to me about this book. They read it. They love it. Um, just, you know, totally engrossing, and it's beautifully written. So, um, actually, if anybody today is on Facebook and wants to go to the Stellium Books page, if you like our page and send me a message, I'll pick one of those people to send a copy of this book, Forever Ash. Oh, that's we'll awesome. Give one away to and me. it's that's awesome. Wow. Stellium Books, S-T-E-L-L-I-U-M Books. And you have a Facebook page for the publishing company. Right. And and Annette is giving away a book today. So be sure you go to Stellium Books Facebook page. That's absolutely fantastic. You are doing a a rocking job of uh, representing Rick and his work. It's really difficult, you know, as, as uh, our local authors group commonly laments the torture that it is to um, get your books out there. And you're you're doing a fabulous job of sharing his 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 fine work. And um, so my hat is off to you for sure. Um, so, Rick, do you have – there are three books in the Frost and Flame trilogy. Oh, I almost said trilogy. And do you <laughs> expect to write another book in that series? Um, there may be another book along the same lines, but at this point I'm not sure. It won't be part of this part of the trilogy, of course, um, but it may be, you know, the same – it may be, uh, you know, based on an investigation that my team does because, you know, we're still out investigating and, you know, it, it has to be a pretty impressive haunting for me to actually write a book about it. Um, you know, it has to be some great history as well as some some very phenomenal experiences. So it's it's entirely possible, you know, that I could write something along these same lines. But currently I'm working on a, a science fiction saga, which uh, I'm – well into uh, the fourth book of the series. the uh, It's coming out as a serial, which is something fantastic that I think that Stellium is doing. Um, we're putting it out on Kindle at three chapters at a time for 99 cents. Mm. So every every few weeks, people can pick up the next three chapters and follow along. Um, I think overall, I, I have it outlined, but the book has begun to write itself or the story has begun to write itself. So I've kind of thrown the outline out the window. But I think it's going to be probably in the neighborhood of six or seven books total. Oh, that's tremendous. 
That is tremendous. So you can, if our listeners want to find those, they're on Amazon for for Kindle. Yes, yes. And once, you know, each each book is roughly 12 chapters or four parts. Sometimes it's three chapters, sometimes it's four. Um, but once all four sections or, or parts of a book are released, then the entire book comes out and it's available on paperback. Currently, only the first two are available on paperback. Um, but the okay. third book and will start releasing this this month, I believe. And tell us the name of the series. Yes, it is the Convergence Saga, and the uh, the first book is called The Pale Titan, and the second book is The Genesis Project. Uh, the third book that's getting ready to the first part will be released, I think, in a matter of, of days or weeks at most, um, is called Dissension. And it's a, it's a little bit of everything. It's a post-apocalyptic alien invasion zombie mutation mm. <laughs> <Yikes>. love story. <laughs> so it's a... It, it's got a little bit of, of everything for everybody who loves science fiction. Um, but I've, I, that that series, as well as my Frost and Flame trilogy, even though one's a science fiction series and one is is uh, a series of books on hauntings, they're really books about people and how people treat each other and um, how people should treat each other and, and things like that, you know. Um, Right. I take, and, I take and, you know, I take situations that that either actually occur or that I, I've, I've produced uh, for the science fiction series. You know, I put people in these situations and show how different people react in, in different uh, situations, whether they're, you know, uh, harrowing situations or or just everyday commonplace situations. And just to show how different right. people and, act in different ways. Right, and and you've done a really nice job, uh, what I've read, of developing the characters and and describing their personalities. You've um, you've done a really nice job with that, and probably a lot of that stems from the work from your your day job. Cause unfortunately, we all have to have a day job, um, but you are. <laughs> You um, have a pretty heavy-duty job, no pun intended, with the labor's union, and um, you're also a um, – I can't think of the word. Tell me about the um, – Probably – you're probably thinking of the Human Relations Commission, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Human Relations Commission is sort of like uh, – I'm a commissioner on, on that board for the city of Evansville. And it's sort of like a, an EEOC, you know, equal opportunity, you know, anti-discrimination uh, uh, board for ev- the city of Evansville. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we try to, um, uh, you know, we take on cases of, of discrimination and then fair practices, you know, try to make sure that everyone is treated fairly regardless of their, you know, age, race, uh, you know, religious background, ethnicity, um, and, you know, right. it's it's really kind of a passion of mine that, you know, I, I just think we're all 
human beings and everyone should be treated the same. And I'm sure right. I'm not alone in that, <laughs> in that fight, but unfortunately there's still a lot of discrimination in the world today. And, and it's, it's apparent that all you have to do is turn on the news. Yes. Unfortunately it's becoming, uh, it seems like it's getting worse and um, it's, it's a really sad time for our country because we should be celebrating our, our differences and using those to um, advance ourselves, advance, you know, our country. But um, I know that you are also a father and you have a young son, so I want to wish you a happy Father's Day today, tomorrow as well. Thank you. Hope you get to hope you get to have a fun day. I, I hope so too. He's a, he's a 15 year old, so I'm I'm not as cool as I used to be, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have a good day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, those kids they they um they make it interesting too. But um, oh yeah. So tell us, Rick and Annette, the best ways to find all of Rick's books. Um. They are, you know, the easiest thing to do, in my opinion, is either to go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and, and uh, search my name or or the title of any one of the books. Uh, my last name is spelled K-U-E-B-E-R, for those of you who are listening in. And, um, <clears throat> you know, of course, the you know, anything I've written, which includes uh, writing uh part of a, a couple of collective books uh, known as uh, Amazing Paranormal Encounters, Volumes 1 and 2. I was fortunate enough to uh, to write for Stellium for those compilation books. Um, and they're, they're number one bestsellers on and off for the, since they came out. They're just phenomenal books. Um, another way, if, uh, if you're interested in the Frost and Flame trilogy about the hauntings, uh, you can go into any Barnes & Noble bookstore across the U.S., Canada, wherever, and request them. They are they should be available through their catalog system. Um, so that could save you. You might have to wait a few days for them to come in, but that should save you the the cost of, uh, of the shipping through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And uh, I urge anyone who, who has patience to wait a few days um, to do so to order it through a local Barnes & Noble because that's that's one of the best ways that uh, small authors like myself um, uh, get publicity and get their name out. Because if, right. uh, if a local Barnes & Noble picks one up, uh, orders one for someone, uh, there's a good chance that they'll order two so they can put one on a shelf. Right. And if you also follow the Evansville Local Authors Facebook page, uh, you have them at all of our events as well, and you can yes. can personalize them on the spot for for people that want to purchase. And uh, so that's a good way too. That that's uh, a very good way. And be sure. I know Annette has a lot of books. New York Publishing Company has a lot of books. What is the best way for? the listeners to find out about all of your books, Annette? Well, we have a website, stelliumbooks.com, and the Facebook page that we were talking about, Stellium Books, and also 
Um, I have a surprise for Rick because this is Stallion's first year birthday this weekend, and the first part of his Dissension book is going to show up on Amazon on Kindle this weekend, and I will be putting his poster up, and that will be available for 99 cents. Um, so that's coming up as part of our celebration. I have a lot of surprises connected to this. Um, so um, the Stallion website and then Stallion on Facebook. Rick Keeper also, by the way, has an author page. If you find his author page on Amazon, you can just follow him, and you'll get notified every time anything comes out associated with him. And he was talking about Amazing Paranormal Encounters, which uh, both of bestsellers and um, their anthologies of true paranormal stories. And we have an Amazing Paranormal Encounters 3 coming out in August. So those are really neat books to check out as well. Fantastic. Congratulations to you both. Thank you very much. And I'm just going to throw this out there, even though it's probably Thank been you. said a few times already, but pretty much every book available through Stellium is also available on Kindle, you know, which is for, for those who like to read on mm-hmm. Kindle, um, it's, of course, much right. more economical, and it's instant gratification. You know, you purchase the book on Kindle <laughs> for whatever it is, $0.99, right. cents, $2.99, and you have it in your lap immediately. Correct. That is Correct. Annette, have you uh, been on any investigations with Rick? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, I've i been in the paranormal community for quite a long time, and I did a paranormal radio show for four years, but I'm not really an investigator. I don't seek it out. Um, I I'm, No, I haven't. We'll just skip right to, no, I haven't. It would have been cool to check out the LST, though. And when we when we were at Willard, there was a little bit of stuff going on there. But, I mean, you know, to no, he he's good at that and his team is great at that. And I would just, like, pass out donuts or something. That would be me. <laughs> That's that's a resounding no from an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not I'm sure not I'm that brave. Person. I don't know. Right, I'm I'm not brave at all. I'm I like a scary movie once in a while, but uh, yeah, I don't like to uh, be home alone <laughs> in a storm. So. Um, but, um, well, everything uh, that we chatted about today was fascinating, and I'd love to do it again. Maybe we can get Theo on and um, uh, do another show. That would be fantastic. Uh, there's so oh, much yeah, to, um, so many great um, stories to, to hear about, and we I would love that. So I think we're probably going to be cut off very soon. So I want to go ahead and thank you both for for taking time out of your precious Saturday mornings. They are very limited, I know, and I really appreciate you taking the time to be on today. Well, thank you very much for having having us both. 
and uh, it was it was really an enjoyable show. Of course, it went very quickly, but uh, it was yeah a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I wish it you both my the very very thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. It was wonderful to chat with you, Annette, and I wish you thank much you. success. And very excited to check out all of the books at stelliumbooks.com. And make sure that you check out the Facebook page for Stellium Books and get a chance, your chance in there to win a book. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do for our listeners. So thank you both very much for being here today. I hope you guys have a very smooth and relaxing weekend. And happy Father's Day again to you, Rick, and to all the fathers that are listening in. So you guys have um, – we'll look forward to having you guys back again very soon. Well, thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend too. And I would just like to throw out there that that I know that Lena is, has a book signing today at the Evansville Barnes & Noble starting, I think, at 11. So um, I'm planning to, to show up at some point. So if anyone else is listening in and wants to come out, uh, we'd, I'm sure we'd both love to meet you. And she'll be signing books and et cetera, et cetera. So, <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome. We'll Thanks, for that nice plug, Thanks for oh, that plug, Rick. Thanks for that plug. I'll pay you good. later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much you both, to both of you, and we'll talk to you again soon. That's going to do it for today. Recipe Records is food for thought, food for the soul, food for the love of rock and roll. Paperback, right, right, right.